Welcome to Direct Video VHS DVD Extras. This is uh this is just Tony. I just wanted to pop in and uh, apologize for this episode being a little late. Uh, Andy had some computer problems and we were working around that. But when I decided to personally apologize for us being late, I realized that we don't really have an established schedule with the listeners. I'm going to lay out the pattern that I have fallen into for scheduling as the actual schedule. So when on weeks when we release DVD extras, that's probably going to come out on Tuesday. Because it's much shorter and easier to edit. And, when, and on weeks when we release the full direct-to-video episodes, those will probably come out on Thursday. So the schedule is going to be bi-weekly, Tuesday, and Thursday. Thank you for listening. I'll let you get to the show. Yesterday I saw Ragnarok. Oh my god, you finally did it. We can talk about a good thing. We can, or you can talk about Justice League, because um, I'm sure that would still be real entertaining for me. <laughs> and here's the thing about Ragnarok... It's like a good movie, and therefore I don't know what to say about it. I'll I, say it got me... I haven't watched a Marvel movie in a long time, because I've been kind of burnt out on them. No, I agree. It got me interested in the, in the cinematic universe again. I agree. I completely agree. And, like, as, as a person who loved Spider-Man Homecoming, it really made me kind of rethink what I like about these Marvel movies. Mm. I don't know. It, it's such a good movie like it's such a good movie period full stop like did you see the trailer for infinity wars I no i don't watch trailers. i don't watch that stuff okay i did there's see like, a photo there's like of a weird spoiler and i kind of want to say it because it's not that big but it was I something guess... i was thinking about when i left the theater so actually you you say if you want to if you want me to say it or not i okay is it a spoiler for infinity war or a spoiler for thor ragnarok it's a spoiler for Infinity War, but it's not. It's like a character spoiler. I would rather not know. Okay. but It's if, not that big a deal. I was, okay, it's I was going to say, I was going to say, if it's really bothering you, I will take the hit, because that would be interesting. No. Is it just um, weird? It doesn't matter. Infinity War, uh, not Infinity War. Ragnarok's really good. As somebody who just earlier this year read Neil Gaiman's norse mythology book mm -hmm. which is fantastic if you like he took all the all the north le norse legends that we have he made them into like you know he told them as stories because they're told as stories but it was an oral tradition and we lost most of it he just made them into more complete stories like he added kind of kept arcs. to the kept to the actual legend interesting and Did you get that from my little was, brother? It was real interesting to learn about all this stuff. And, like, I knew that Hela was Loki's daughter and that uh, Fenrir was Loki's son. And what I kind of didn't think in the Marvel Universe is they just said, nope. And that's it. <laughs> like, Yeah, it's... They're like, yeah, they're there, but they have nothing to do with Loki. Therefore, we can keep Loki and he doesn't need to be the Antichrist. The oh man! It's I enjoyed. The, I actually. Here's the big thing. 
I'm gonna keep interrupting you and myself. No, you're good. If you let me. <laughs> um, but here's the big thing. I enjoyed Loki in this movie. Which is good because I was so worried that this whole fucking movie was going to be about Loki pretending to be Odin. And I was so fucking tired of Loki. I I had a moment when they when they just threw away that plot hook from the last movie and I was like I like yeah. I was like, Oh thank God. Yes, oh, exactly. Geez. And well but here's the thing, it was it didn't feel like it didn't feel like a failed plot hook either, because they did stuff with it. It just wasn't, oh, Loki's Odin. Which yeah. is, I thought it, that's what was what was it, it was going to be. Here's the thing, though. The villains in Ragnarok, still stupid. Oh, no, but but in a cool way, mm. right? Unlike... So, that's unlike, not entirely true. Um, the, the, the master, what was he called? Oh, Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, the he chess was master. fucking great. Um, what? Oh, so every Hela, time he was on screen, Hela I'm like, was yes. stupid, and it's like, but she's it's so not cool. a big thing. But she's just like, she's just like boring evil. It's the thing. Yeah, like, but we that's talk, fine. we talk about how Marvel villains don't don't get depth, and she doesn't really have depth. The one depth that she has is this moment when she says, "I thought you'd be happy to see me," before she just kills everybody. Yes. Uh, oh, and the one. The one thing I hated in this movie, and there was mm-hmm. only one thing that I really genuinely disliked. All right. She has this cool line, which is, I'm the goddess of death. What were you the god of? And then she says it again, and I'm like, that line wasn't good enough to say a second time. You I, only said it because he had this weird flash forward, flashback back, thing. Yeah. It, the And and I was like, oh, I'm watching a movie. It's, it, it is unfortunate. <laughs> I feel like that felt to me like, like a Hollywood editor going, I don't think the audience gets it. And, (laughs) but because, because the movie, oh God, this movie's so good. And it does so many amazing, like artistic things that I have never seen in a Marvel movie before. Like, like the, like, uh, like Thor has these like visions of his father that like hammer into his brain as he gets like, as he gets close to death. And it's super cool. And really like artsy fartsy in a way you don't expect from a Marvel movie. And that's great because Hela's the goddess of death, but Odin is also a god of death. Yeah. And so that's what it made me think of when I just saw him getting closer and closer each time. Yeah, like... And also, he doesn't look... He looks like he did when he died, which is kind of dressed like an old guy. Not oh, like man. in the full Odin regalia. I I absolutely love the way that Thor... Odin and Loki look in their street regulars because they still have an air of like otherness to them. Yes. Like yeah. like like you still look at them and you go, those three aren't regular people. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. This movie is so good. And like I agree Hell is a very two-dimensional villain, but unlike every other Marvel villain, she is very memorable. I don't know I why? think I've said this before. I and you may have disagreed with me. I mm-hmm. like Ultron for his... No, I agree with you. How memorable he is. Yes, you know what? You did agree with me because Ultron is just crazy. And I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of Marvel a... villains are not are not very memorable. I, I, I think, like, like, if I had to rank my favorite Marvel villains, I would probably put, like, Ultron at number one right now because he's so... Just, like, 
there's a lot of nuance to him that I feel the movie didn't explore, but explored well enough that I was like, ooh, this is interesting. And then Hela, because she's so bonkers, like her character design is so... Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen Spider-Man, but how would she rate I would put. I, ooh, I would actually... God, I, I'm, I have so many complex feelings about Spider-Man Homecoming the farther I get away from that movie. and like, Yeah, I need to watch it so we can settles. talk about it, because I... I He's definitely. I know that you have all these opinions on it that I, I just don't. <laughs> he's definitely tied for second place with Hella for different reasons. Okay, cool. Uh, he's also very good, also very memorable. It's, I don't know, it, but like, like I, I, yeah, I, I, I feel like if you do get around to watching Spider Man, let me know mm-hmm. so I can rewatch it. I don't know. Okay. I've been, I've been really like torn up about it inside because like. I, I'm trying to like sift through what is it that I like about this movie because it's a good movie and what is it that I like about this movie because I just fucking love Spider-Man and everything he does. Right. I will probably be a lot less forgiving to any faults that Spider-Man has because I do not enjoy Spider-Man as much as you do. And yeah. it's not it's nothing against Spider-Man, it's just overexposure. It's like not enjoying um Band in the nineties, it's like I'm doing Green Day or something, because they uh, were on all the time. No, I, and I sort of understand, but I don't know. Like as a, I like as a kid, I like ate up everything Spider Man. I've watched yeah. like four out of the five television shows, uh, six now actually. There's a new one coming out. I've like watched all of the movies and like, I don't know. It's, I. I just I'm such an apologist and it sucks because like at the end of the day you know I have to be able to sit down and say Spider-Man 3 has its problems Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 kind of suck real bad I'm getting to a point now where I have to separate my my love for the character from this media that about it that I consume all the time just because I love being around Mm -hmm. him so much I actually enjoyed to a certain extent the um amazing spider-man series because i love dr connors and the lizard i love any jekyll hyde story oh yeah i know it's it's very good i love that there's a moment where he saves peter because he's not the lizard anymore and then his hand that he saved him with starts falling off like that's good that's real good i enjoyed that although that whole that 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 series did have this is made by Fox, right? No, this was Sony. Okay. Then I don't I don't watch enough Sony movies to know if this is common. But that series did have the problem of like I guess I would almost call it the Batman problem. Mm-hmm. Which is deciding the world needs to be really dark. Keep your character grounded. Yeah, it's And but the thing is in that movie Peter's not dark. So it, I he, I feel like you can forgive it more, and he's but, also he's also like, also like much less grounded compared to Peter Parker in the last Spider-Man movie, hmm. and this newest one because he doesn't seem to have any real problems. Right. Well, until he gets big problems. But 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 the thing about Spider-Man that's problems. cool aren't the big problems. They're the fact that he has little problems like everyone else. Right. I mean, that was, that's the pull of Spider-Man, isn't mm-hmm. it? Like, like he was, I guess supposedly this starts with the Fantastic Four, but like the idea of this is a character who makes mistakes 
And this is a character who isn't larger than life, but is still trying to be a superhero. This is a character who needs to take pictures of himself for money. Yeah, it's it's taking like like the 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 thing about Spider Man, even compared to the Fantastic Four, is he his his superhero duties are so weighed down by the fact that he also has real world responsibilities. Like Iron Man doesn't have to worry about bringing home groceries for aunt may he doesn't uh the fantastic four don't have to worry about not being able to make rent well i'm actually told that the fantastic four is the first superhero team who did have to worry about making rent oh i didn't actually that's why i referenced that that. and 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 so much of the new fantastic four stuff that i watched they're like uber rich scientists (laughs) yeah they're just uber (laughs) rich scientists that they label everything with a four yeah they're just they're just bad uh but i don't think they always were i i feel like there was a time when people liked the fantastic four i mean they were one of like well, like they got their like own the movie silver so. surfer right like people the, he got like his own movie the... too sort of sort of but like but but that's the thing like he's a fantastic four character mm-hmm. so people must have liked the fantastic four at one point Heck, they yeah. made uh, two movies uh, and a TV show. I think back in the day. I think four movies if you count one like very low budget one. Oh, that's right. They have a one new one that came yeah, out. Yeah, one new about. one which was apparently like such a clusterfuck. Oh my god, it is so. Did you also watch that movie? I, I watched it specifically because the flop house were gonna do an episode about it okay and i was like all right sure i'm just i'll just sit down and give it a quick watch while i'm doing homework and stuff and like i i have never physically turned off a movie before as fast (laughs) as that one i was like no i'm done i'm just gonna listen to the episode this is bad wow i listen to the flop house so i don't have to watch bad movies the 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 worst thing about that movie I feel like the flop. The, I don't want to say it's the worst thing, but like the biggest indicator of its badness is the fact that for a good half of the scenes of that movie, one of the actors is wearing this ridiculous wig. Okay. And they talk about it in the Flophouse episode for like a brief moment, but like it was like a nail being driven into my brain. I was like, no. Why? How did this happen? But speaking of bad movies that I watched. Okay. I want to talk a little bit more. I want to talk just a little bit more about Justice League. I I think I basically cut the movie down by thirty minutes and just kind of went through it. But but I think I think like on a on a kind of a deeper company level, just like Justice League, is is such a weird movie. I I think my biggest problem with it is I don't know who this movie is for. I don't know who they're selling it to because the Marvel crowd liked Wonder Woman, and she's in this movie. But not nearly enough to like actually be a character. Mm-hmm. The the DC fanboys who were like super hard for Batman v Superman and defended it for some reason, they're not gonna like this movie because they throw all of you that away what? in that the first five seconds. That sounds like a real boner killer to me. But okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. But like, like there's there's there is a ardent like violently defending these these two like these first two movies fan base and i don't know Hmm. what like like throwing away the 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 fact that there are just some toxic communities out there who who want dc to succeed because they hate marvel like throw away those people because they will never be satisfied but Mm. 
But Although like, it's okay to hate Marvel. It's okay to hate Marvel. They sure. are, as a company, terrible. Yes. And they're owned by Disney, who is also, as a company, terrible. Terrible. And, I mean, but also DC, is, as a company, is terrible. Who is owned right. by Warner Brothers, which as a company companies. is terrible. Yeah, yes. the, the problem the problem is companies. We do some house cleaning on companies. <laughs> yeah, we do. Ah, uh, gosh. So, but like, like the people. Let's talk about the people who the people who exist. I've I've tried to have conversations with them. It's very difficult for me. But there are people out there who like Beavis Dodge, who like Man of Steel, and like, and are willing to defend them. And I get that. I get that there is, there is a community and a crowd who want darker, more grounded stories about superheroes, more Watchmen out of their media. I totally get that. I don't agree that these two characters are the right characters to do it with, but fine, you know? Like, if you want to have your cake and eat it too, sure. They're not going to like this movie either because it throws away the entire conceit of Man of Steel and Peavis Dodge in the first five fucking seconds. So well, and the other and the other thing is, in the they they threw away the old Superman character. Yeah, they completely threw away the old Superman. Fans of the animated Justice League show aren't gonna like it because it's not quite that campy. It's not campy enough mm-hmm. to be the show, and the characters aren't well defined enough. Uh, I still don't know why Cyborg's in there. I assume he's in there because, like, somebody somewhere says we need a token minority, and then somebody somewhere else said, well, this guy from Teen Titans is popular. But I think the real reason he's in there is because of the video game Injustice, which does what this m- movies these movies tried to do, but better, because they're allowing themselves to also be ridiculous. I don't know if you've ever played the Injustice games. I haven't, but I know the general gist of them that's a that's a it's it's a superman is evil thing yeah like like they they have a an alternate timeline where superman becomes super hitler and like oh that's right yeah oh yeah that's right lois lane dies right yeah okay it's way to go superman good way to get unhinged dipshit uh I mean, in, in the original game, if I remember correctly, Lois Lane not only dies, but all of Metropolis is blown up by an atomic bomb. Okay. But but I was just thinking, like, like Lois Lane isn't two seconds away from dying every all second the time. of her life. It's There is a real problem with Lois Lane in the new Batman universe where she, it feels like she, the only reason she exists now is to remind the audience that, you know someone out there thinks superman is a human being capable of emotion even if we the audience don't right it's they were probably trying to do something like um black widow in avengers 2 which comes back in ragnarok in a much more powerful way i think way better yeah i really i I really enjoyed that I like that Hulk can't face his feelings, so he won't let Bruce Banner out ever. Yeah, that's cool. It's they they really as a person who likes Doctor Jackal, Mister Hyde stories, I think they really leaned into this being a Doctor Jackal, Mister Hyde situation, as opposed to I don't know, like like the older Hulk movies had this had this through line of like, well, no, Bruce Banner is aware of what he's doing as the Hulk. It's just he is so weighed down by this other emotion like they're the same person it's just one right. is 
sad and the, uh, it's like it's like if every time i became depressed i turned into the sulk or whatever right like i'm still me i'm just also overcome by this great emotion that i can't escape but in this movie they seem to have committed themselves to saying no they're two different entities sharing a single right thing. but also i don't know i think they're officially non-canon but for a while at least one of the hulk movies was like semi-canon yes in the marvel universe um and bruce says that this is different like he he had never been trapped behind the hulk before yeah i i enjoy that i like i i like his character i like him being afraid of that i like him knowing like coming to the conclusion that you know the audience already knew which is yeah at the end of the movie he has to turn into hulk again and oh man (laughs) that that scene is great and also distressing (laughs) Um. well i have (laughs) it was interesting watching a movie and thinking about these old Norse stories and thinking what they're saying here is that you can stop the end of the world which is Ragnarok I mean in the movie Ragnarok is just destruction of um Asgard Asgard destruction of Asgard not um all of the nine rounds like it is in the uh in the original story yeah Ragnarok story but they basically say you can stop the end of the world if you have like a really big machine gun like a really big machine gun, though. It's gotta, it's gotta be <laughs> quite big. Gosh, Thor Ragnarok is, I think, is I think everything does everything that Justice League wants to do in in such a better fashion. Because like, I don't know, like Justice League, Justice League is full of so many conflicting themes, and they're all like fighting for attention, trying to grab, trying to trying to become the focus of the movie, but none of them ever make it. Mm-hmm. Um. If Joss Whedon still has any fans, they're not really going to like this movie either because it only really becomes his movie in the last kind of 20 or 30 minutes. And even then, Mm. it doesn't feel good. It just feels disingenuous. Right, because you have stuff like Superman showing up and being Superman for no reason. And then, like you said at the end, what was it? Cyborg spray paints his body to look like the good cyborg yeah, body. He, yeah, like the at the end, he like, no, it, yeah, he just like waves his hand over his body and makes it the cool one. It's like, uh, thanks for reminding us, movie, that there is a better designed robo dude out there that we couldn't fucking see fighting shit. It's it's this movie is such a mess. It's such a mess, and I I'm I, I think my. My disappointment, like, it's, if there was ever a chance that any movie in the world would be able to hit me and hit the world as hard, if not harder than the Avengers did, it would have been this one. Because, like, Mm. like, you can, you like, like, I'm adamant, you cannot do the Avengers again. But, like, deep down inside, I thought, if anyone, if anything anywhere had the chance, it was Justice League. Because unlike the Avengers, there are millions of people out in the world who have an emotional connection to Batman, to Superman, to Wonder Woman. They are a worldwide phenomenon in their own right. And the fact and having them on screen together as the Justice League in a movie dedicated to that idea should have been the biggest thing ever. Yeah, but I think that's why it wasn't. Like when the Avengers came out, they'd had the the Marvel movies, but 
the most famous Avenger is probably Captain America, and it's it had been a little while since his heyday. Yeah, I feel like Captain America had been big in the 50s. Oh, Captain America was real big in the 50s and 60s. Yeah, and then sort of got out of style, just like all the other Avengers did. And, like, yeah. they didn't have Superman, or they didn't have Spider-Man in the Avengers. They didn't have a Well, the Hulk was big, big in the character. 80s. He, got a t- he had that TV show that was weird. That's true. But... That, and that's usually actually but really the Hulk. Good. But because of the last movies, the Hulk had also fallen out. Yeah, of, uh, yeah, fallen out of fame, and they kind of, I feel like bringing the Hulk in was like their big experiment. Like, man, I hope Hulk works in this movie. And man, I hope we can make a movie with the Hulk in it and have it not be bad. I don't think the reason it failed is has anything to do with the Justice League or the characters. I think I it, it's just it's just bad. It failed because it's bad, right? Like like mm-hmm. I can't you cannot blame the failure of any of these movies on anything other than these were bad films. People didn't want to talk about these movies and when they did talk, all they talked about were the parts that were bad. They think like we are two weeks away from Justice League coming out in the theaters and no one is talking about it. Well to be fair and during that time they were still like I mean the Justice League schedule was so fucked that they were probably still doing some extra shots I can confirm that this movie this movie finished its extra shooting halfway through this year I can also vaguely confirm that this movie wasn't finished being edited until about two or three months ago the Avengers had an entire year after they were done shooting to not only get an edit confirmed, but do all of the special effects that they needed. The Avengers. Well, that's the other thing with the Avengers is since it was the first one, they had their own personal timetable, you know, because mm-hmm. they had, oh, we're going to release this movie and this movie and this movie. And you know what? I said this before, but it's fucking amazing to me that, like, you can have a cinematic universe with multiple writers and have it come together and feel cohesive. Mm-hmm. But, like, when the Avengers came out, they weren't pushing up against... And basically everybody was going to go see the Avengers. Yeah. And there, was, there wasn't there was any of this, uh, well, we, we, need to, we need to strike when the iron's hot. Like, the iron was hot. They... Well, that's the thing is they defined it. Like, the Mm -hmm. the idea of a cinematic universe was put into place by Harry Potter. Marvel capitalized on this this growing idea, and they nailed it. But honestly, to to me, this gives DC Comics, this gives Warner Brothers even less of an excuse. Because Marvel did all of the hard work. They proved it could be done. And not only did Mm -hmm. they prove it could be done, but they gave them an exact managerial template that they could use to capitalize on their success and now if they really wanted to cheat and they really wanted to get to justice league faster sure pull a couple of spider-mans skip some origin stories everybody knows who superman is everybody knows who batman is there is Mm -hmm. a way to get to justice league faster and still put out good movies you know um i know we talked about this last week yeah in the um god the quest for camelot (laughs) Camelot. Man, we both got so tired just now. <laughs> like a wave it's was pressed like, against us. When I was editing that episode, I was like, "God damn it, this is the funniest we have been in a long time." It's on so this good. Stupid show. It's so and good. 
it made me so mad because it's like when we watched when we watched 101 Dalmatians 101 Dalmatians 2 we were like chill we were so happy we were like, with where cool we were with life. it and I don't think I don't think it's nearly as good an episode which is so depressing to me that we need to be sad to make that we, these good this underlying level of fury you talking about Quest for Camelot came out basically a bunch of executives just shoved it out the window saying you know if Disney can do this we can do this yeah and it sounds like the genuinely the same thing which is why is I found it so now. interesting yeah, yeah. Like, it's but I don't know it's 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 like you gotta it, it it really feels to me like there are a lot of people playing business with these billion dollar properties and they don't realize like like the reason this is not working is because it's bad and mm-hmm. and the, the 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 thing that's most infuriating to me is like like justice league is out we live in a world we now live in a world where a justice league movie a live action justice league movie with big actors and a big budget came out and no one's talking about it and that is depressing as hell because when i was five when i was six like the the one thing i wanted in the world was a good spider-man movie and a good justice league movie like that that was my childhood life that i was looking forward to and after Mm -hmm. the avengers i was living in a world where like i got my good spider-man movies if i get any more i'll sure i'll be happy but you know what The, the first two sam raimi ones are pretty much perfect we, I can live. I could have only lived with those two, and I was just waiting for that Justice League movie, like like my next milestone, right? And they've ruined it. Like even if, like even if in five or six years, they put out an amazing, beautiful, like heart wrenching Avengers level of quality Justice League movie, people are only going to point at this last one and say, "Well, that one already existed, though, and it was pretty terrible." Mm-hmm. like they every every they like they've poisoned this chance i forever don't agree for one specific reason mm-hmm. i went to the movies last night i saw some trailers yeah one of the trailers was for ready player one which uh. looks awful uh one of the trailers was for um what's the kaiju movie Oh, uh, ba, 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 Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah, Pacific Rim 2, which looks like Power Rangers. It looks like a better Power Rangers movie than that Power Rangers movie was, which is getting me very excited. Um, which I don't care about, but like, I, I was like, man, this is this is stupid. But you can tell it's going to be a fun stupid, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's going to be stupid. Um... <laughs> and the other trailer I saw was for Star Wars, and I had not watched this Star Wars trailer, but it's like a really fucking good trailer, and I got super excited for Star Wars, and when you were talking about how uh, this terrible Justice League movie poisoned the well, man, Star Wars, Star Wars had some fucking bad movies, man. Well, <laughs> Star Wars is different though, right? Like, Star Wars... Star Wars was good. Like, the first Star Wars movie happened, and it was good. And yes, like, that's And, like, true. as much as as much as I love The Force Awakens, as much as I think The Force Awakens is better than the original trilogy in some ways... Wow, okay. I, I also Fight understand... Words. I also understand completely that a lot of that... Oh, wait, that... wait, 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 wait. I want to interrupt you for a quick second. Yeah. Have you... I, this is going to sound so pedantic. <laughs> 
Have you seen the original trilogy without the... Um... Yes. Yeah, okay, without the, the added the, shit. Yeah, I, I've watched the despecialized edition of the entire original trilogy. Okay. I genuinely think those are some of the best movies I've ever seen. I agree. Because uh, when, I, when I was growing up... I used to watch the um, like a, the A New Hope where they had like this weird scene with Jabba the Hutt in it. <laughs> Gosh. That like if you look close feels unfinished. Like Greedo's there in the background and he's not. He's dead. Yeah. He's not supposed to be there. Like shit like this. And there's this and like the part where where um, Han steps on Jabba's tail is like funny but they had to put it in because they didn't know what shape Jabba was going to be when they had Han walk around him like shit like this yeah or like the there's like there's like an eight minute song oh in the last... god fucking damn it yeah yeah that's so bad that's and that's bad. just not in there it's just gone and it's fantastic to not yes, have it there. go on about going about well, but, so so i i completely understand right that like my reverence and my love for the force awakens would not be there if mm-hmm. i did not also love these other movies and like honestly i wouldn't love the original movies if i didn't as a child fall in love with the prequel trilogy which i did and i still that's like, the problem i still have some it? love in my heart though same. well that's the thing that's the thing though right is like the prequel trilogy is bad but it's with the exception of the second movie, which is an almost an unwatchable mess, this is crazy cool. to me. I've heard I've heard more than one person say this. The first one's an unwatchable mess. The second one is partially okay sometimes. No. Nah, man. The first one, like the first one, you know, has a plot. Which, as bad as that plot is, at least it has one that you can follow. The second one is like the second one. The first one has a plot where the kid is Jesus. And that's a better like. That's Anakin's an, that's a, a virgin birth. That's, that's not a plot. That's listen. That is more of a plot than whatever the fuck is going on in the second movie. Which wait, no wait. Padme almost gets assassinated. Obi Wan, Obi Wan finds a dart. Uh, because the assassin was killed. Obi Wan tracks a dart to Kamino. Where there's a secret clone army being built that he does not investigate enough. Mm-hmm. Um, although something came to me, like, in the shower three days ago. Why doesn't the Republic use battle droids? Like, why? They have more money than the Separatists, right? Yeah. They could just build these droids. Mm Mm-hmm. And then win, I think? I... (laughs) (laughs) And then then succeed? Wait. I don't... Listen... I I don't know. Maybe there's probably some uh, fucking obscure Star Wars fact. Some kids pushing up his glasses somewhere like, well, actually, they. Uh, I genuinely don't think there is. They have droids. They I'm, just need to give them guns. I'm positive that there is a reason that they do not have a droid army for probably robot racism or something dumb. Well, so they have a human army, but the humans have mind control in their heads. Yeah, okay? and that's, yeah, and that's, that's fine. Bad. Well, human slaves are okay in the Republic size, right? I don't know there if they asked that question in the Clone the, Wars. In well, they the don't TV ask show? any questions. They don't ask any questions in the prequel trilogy, Tony. No, I'm, t- I'm talking about TV show because that's the one people talk about. Like, hey, mm-hmm. this is like, what if this was good? I don't know if they asked the question like, hey, you know how these guys are like bioengineered slaves 
Like, but you know how these human beings age twice as fast and but they, have to listen to your commands? But they also don't ask about whether, like, about the fact that there are regular-ass, regular fucking slaves in the Star Wars universe. They're not in the Republic. That's outside the Republic. Whatever. The Republic, op- they operate within the Republic's military command, right? And nobody gives a shit. The Jedi don't give a shit. The Jedi, the Jedi, who are supposed to be this intergalactic peacekeeping force. Not Obi-Wan Kenobi, except for Qui-Gon Jinn, who just steals one. Uh, The Jedi don't really do anything about the slaves. Uh, But see, they have to leave them there because of the slug guy. Like, oh, who cares? Listen... I'm not saying it's good. In fact, that's no, a problem. No, no, I'm with, sorry. I I'm feel not, like I'm, more the first movie than I'm the sorry. second. Again. I'm sorry that like yeah, I'm no, I'm like like you're just like filling me with these negative emotions that I don't want to be filled with right now. Okay, the, but, see that's the thing. But um, I also enjoyed you know that, but the yeah, lightsaber the, battles were cool. Yeah, like you know? I was a kid, I had a heart, you know, like and I still and uh, when I was little, I used to play the Lego Star Wars game. Did you ever play that one? Uh, I don't think I ever did. I think my little brother played it a lot, though. It's... Oh, see, I always played it with my brothers, because you could play co-op. It's fucking baller. It's a great <laughs> game. I, I watched the cutscenes and stuff with my little brother. I mean, that was, like, my little brother's, like, first video game, so I let him play it by himself, and I would watch mm-hmm. him play it. And those cutscenes are great. It's so much fun. The cutscenes are great. You can, like, be a ghost and... <laughs> use your lightsaber on other people but they can't hit a ghost oh jesus so that's cool <laughs> like we're on a big star wars kick right now but you know do you know what bothers me about the old movies and then you know you know that they have they how they've like updated the old movies right mm-hmm. so they they had an old man anakin skywalker in the original yeah movie, and then they changed him into young hot with a scar over his eye hayden christensen after the release mm-hmm. of revenge of the sith mm-hmm. but they didn't make obi-wan super hot and young ewan mcgregor why well, he was he had to be the old guy he was already the why? old guy but anakin anakin was a robot why didn't why didn't he just come back as ghost darth vader then what what why didn't he come back as like a weird melting fleshy white man I'm just saying, right, like, if you're going to go back and if you're going to, like, retroactively turn, like, uh, Anakin Skywalker into Hayden Christensen, turn Alec Guinness into Ewan McGregor. But if they're going to do that, that would mean taking, uh, Alec McGregor. Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness. I'm like... I'm like forcing their two names together. <laughs> Alan be like take, You would have to take Alec, Alec Guinness. God damn, motherfucker. God fucking damn it. Alec? And Alec then, like the alcohol, Guinness, like Guinness. the alcohol, I can say these words by themselves, but you'd have to take him out of the other movies where he was already a ghost. No, you don't, because he doesn't have a physical body in the other movies. He's just a voice. No, he 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 shows up in like with Yoda. Oh, ba- yeah, barely. Sure, if you can replace if you can replace him once, you can replace him twice. They have the power, Tony. This is. They did a. They put I don't a weird like this computer, side of you. They put a weird computer face over a woman to make her look like a young Princess Leia. They can. I know they that can, made you very sad. It, it distressed me to such an extent that I cannot rewatch Rogue One. But let me tell you this: just shove, just shove you and McGregor into those old movies. Just do it. Oh, Disney, okay. balls in your court.
if Disney refuses to release the original reels of the prequel trilogy that they have access to so that I don't have to like trawl through obscure parts of the internet to get my hands on a despecialized edition they should just go all in make those old movies just better just shove you and McGregor in there do it balls in your court Disney balls in your court this is uh... I don't like the way this conversation went at all. <laughs> you did this to me. I have a, f- I have an image on my desk. I had an image on my desktop when I booted it up just now. <laughs> I had a, a saved uh, JPEG on my desktop that I, I was like, what's this? I, I don't have anything on my desktop. Why is this here? And I double clicked on it and it opened up. And it was, it was a photo of the Star Wars scene with the three ghosts. It had Hayden Christensen. It had... Alec Guinness as Obi-Wan Kenobi, but instead of Yoda, I had photoshopped it to be Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z. Okay. And I don't know why I had this on my desktop. I don't know if I made this or if I just found it and I saved it to use in something else, but I'm really happy with it. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Andy has been sick for a little while, and... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I, sometimes the fever messes with your mind is the only thing but this desktop was in storage for a year <laughs> you uh did this secretly I don't know man yeah they, I have no I, no, I'll, I I'll ask picture. around maybe maybe someone else has a story for me but um I tried to go watch Coco I, I tweeted this earlier but like I tried to go watch Coco when I was sick mm-hmm. and and I was so emotional uh, over the fact that I was going to go watch this movie without my family, that I cried and went to sleep instead. <laughs> um, Sounds like a good movie. Yeah, so I, I don't want Hopefully it's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're, you know what? We're, we're running up on that hour mark, aren't we? Um, we actually have, I said the time, we have about 15 minutes because I, we kind of bull, bull, I was going to say bullshitted, but it might be bullshit. <laughs> we no, bullshit. Uh, that sounds good. Through, I like it. it. I'm reading right now. I'm reading The Last Unicorn, which is one of my favorite books. Uh-huh. And there's this part where Lady Amalthea has forgotten who she is and she stares out the window like a um Alzheimer's patient and more and more forgets who she is and more and more falls in love with this dude who doesn't realize that her falling in love with him is destroying her. And I had to stop reading. Wow! Because I got very sad. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I still haven't. I I feel like the only reason I'm not reading that book ever is because of. I know from what you've told me that it would destroy me emotionally, right? And like, I already have a book that I reread once a year, right? I don't need another. All right. Uh, uh, oh. Um. Yeah, I should say this on the podcast because I've been like working on it. Uh, <laughs> God, this is—I just feel weird saying this out loud. Like, I've started. Um, I've started doing a diary. Oh my God! In the point of view of a yes, teen girl on her first Pokemon journey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was writing this while playing a Pokemon game, and I have started posting it as Tumblr 
posts. Is that what you call posts on Tumblr? Yeah, they're posts. I don't it's a Tumblr fucking post. No. Uh, I don't use Tumblr because I, I, there's no good reason for me to not use Tumblr, except I don't want to. That's a good enough reason, honestly, you know? No, so I don't use Tumblr, but I made one for this. Oh, man. For this, and it is Sinnoh Trainer 1, if you want to go see that. I'll probably put a link in the description. It's, uh... It was a lot of fun to do, but it's, like, weird to share. I have, like, a, the biggest shit-eating grin on my face right now. I'm, I'm sure you do. <laughs> As an aside to to the listeners, Tony told me about this project, like, a month ago now? Maybe uh, more? Yeah, at least a few weeks. And... I've been playing through, uh... I haven't mentioned this. I've been playing through Pokemon Soul Silver now. Yeah. And, um doing another doing another one of these here's the thing it's a much better game with like a more cohesive story and i feel like much like our podcasts the better the me the original media is the less satisfying the uh sort of critique is well there, there's less for you to chew on right it's right it's where, that's where the fun is God, I can't. I'm. I'm still not looking forward to fucking like having to find some those two movies again and watching them. Um, I. I'm sure they'll be just, oof, doofa. Uh. But I remember seeing Swan Lake when I was little. I think it was one of the. Um, gosh, I must have been three or four when I watched Swan Lake. Yeah. Okay. And I'm positive I watched it in Spanish. It's not called Swan Lake. It's called The Swan Princess. Whatever, but it it is Swan Lake. It's yeah, the Swan, it's Swan Lake. It's the yeah. the play, or the ballet. Just, it's I, a ballet. Yes, it's a ballet. I just wanted to say it out loud so that when you were looking it up later, <laughs> you could find it. <laughs> I, if I googled Swan Lake movie, I don't think that there are many results that I would get. Right, I would get the original movie. I'd probably get the one where everyone's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Swan uh... Princess Undercover. It's terrible, terrible. I'm so. That's what it's called. One of my new fears is <laughs> that we will go back to those movies. I know <laughs> when I was a kid, and I don't think this is the right place to talk about it, but I remember being shocked by the fact that I didn't like a movie. Like, I remember there was mm. a point when I was a kid where I watched a movie and I thought, this is bad. And it just reframed my entire life. Because then I would I would retroactively think, maybe the reason I never finished watching Atlantis is because I didn't like it. Oh, there's an Atlantis too, I think. There is. I've seen it. Yikes. Oh, I know exactly what I want to do next. Okay. Oh, man. Hmm. I, I, I rewatched a bit of Tarzan 2 while I was uh, donating blood a couple months ago. Okay. I was gonna ask why you were watching Tarzan too, but I guess in a waiting room's a good reason. Uh, it wasn't even in a waiting room. I could see the screen from where I was donating blood. I was like, "Well, fuck! I guess this is my life now." I was listening to this podcast and watching Tarzan too. Hey, this is a bit of a U-turn, bit of mm-hmm. a non sequitur. Okay, okay. Uh, but I was talking to Vita on Twitter. You mm-hmm. probably saw because I did tag you at one point. Uh maybe. Uh, I'm. I mentioned, like, what I thought our three best episodes were. Uh Uh-huh. And they were 
Quest for Camelot, Wolf Quest, <laughs> and Return to Oz. And I think those three, because those are the ones where we get, like, oh, gosh. Fucking weird. And I. I want to know what you think. <laughs> Every time you talk about Return to Oz, like, like it's like I rewatch that movie in like a span of a second in my brain, and I still don't believe it. Like, it's so crazy. Like the first ten minutes of that movie, you're first... watch, like you're watching what could oh. end up to being a girl getting electroshock therapy, and it's horrifying. It's 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 just awful. Oh, and I remember I watched it like. 10 minutes after I watched The Wizard of Oz and I had to stop watching it and walk away because it was just so much not Wizard of Oz. It's... It's... What was it that we said? It's like a sequel to a Wizard of Oz movie that was never made. Yeah. Oh, man. It feels so much like a Tim Burton movie. Very much so. It was rough. Um, but I wanted to know if, uh, if you think that list holds up. Like no, top I... Three. I agree. I think uh, I think a heavy contender for part for number four, number, like in time, like close to number three, is definitely uh, Pocahontas. Um, I'm really it's... proud of that one because, like, okay. we I think we touch on some really cool, really deep issues, and the pivot to the, the weird, <laughs> the weird Pirates that's... of the Caribbean movie that is the second one is that's the that's why I love the second Pocahontas so much is because that one also does this weird tone change that is oh and then later we found out it's like it, it, it like has this weird amount of historical accuracies to it uh, yeah like uh it is like both of those movies are ridiculous and bad but I, I and I'm happy with the fact that we were able to use the first one to, as like a platform to talk about all of these problems and then the second one as just like a like just, we were just bathing in whimsy it was fantastic yeah well the pocahontas one is i think it's our f- real first episode because we did we did um simba's pride and i haven't listened to that in a while but i think it just wasn't very good because obviously it's our first episode we weren't sure what we were doing and we didn't like we didn't like record multiple versions or anything like that we just like did it and then said okay we did it i'll put it up and did that it's also just not edited very well because like a that was my first time editing and i didn't do much um i left most i I left it mostly intact god it's like a four hour almost four hours of just i don't think that can't possibly be right but um but with pocahontas 2 that was our first one where we like talked about the first movie a lot because we had problems with that one yeah. Before you went on to the second one, I think, I think at the end of the day, right? Like the the problem with like we both really wanted to talk about the Lion King because it's it's one like both like you have a strong connection to it. I have a strong connection to it and the sequel. And I don't think I uh, I don't I think the first one is is too big. It was too big for us to talk about. Really, we didn't. We just didn't talk about it. Yeah, and the sequel was is so. I, I, it's so it's just so mediocre like it's it's a very boring movie like it's it doesn't quite hit the big strides of the first one but it's also not bad enough to really be memorable in that way right it doesn't do like what pocahontas 2 did which is just be ridiculous fucking stupid i i want to and i think i think this would be a good 
a good season two primer. I keep saying season two. I don't know why. I don't know why this is so stuck in my head. That's fine. We can do a season two. New, new hosts. No, oh, wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're gonna hire two people to pretend to be us. I have been watching this show called um, Do South. Mm-hmm. It's a Canadian. It's an old Canadian crime show. And there's this episode where they, one of the old actors quit, like the main actor. It's, it's yeah. led by two people. It's a cop show, you know. And the whole episode is this guy, like, trying to pretend, his partner, trying to pretend why, trying to figure out why everybody else is pretending like this is his partner. <laughs> and, because he did, because, like, a new guy, did, he was, like, just recast. Oh. And it's, it's. Just a fucking great way to do that. I I loved it a lot. That's uh, really strong. There is a yeah. one of my favorite episodes of Psych was uh was the one where they met the those two retired cops who were basically them but old. It's been so long. I I do not remember this episode. It's very good. It's it's a heck of a lot of fun. I like it when a show is able to poke fun at their own character dynamics. Mm-hmm. It's just it's always interesting to me. I but I would what I was saying earlier is I want I want to do the I want to do Lion King Lion King one and a half for the new year like for for our first episode of 2018 and our last episode of 2018 wait 2017 because <laughs> we did it and that went to shit so we had to read so we had to do, do something else because because we were so burnt out of of what well quite frankly was a heated yell session. <laughs> oh, but Over. do you think we should do Lion King 2 and Lion King 1 and a half? No, because we didn't get to talk about the Lion King. And we I did think, not talk about the Lion King at all. That's and true. I think we should. Especially, um, oh, maybe maybe we should save it, actually, because there is that new Lion King movie coming out. When is uh, Does that even have an announced date yet? I don't want to sit on this for over a year. Right, I'm like, not sure that it does. I thought it was summer of next year, but that could be me making things up in my head. Because as far as I know, I mean, it's basically an animated movie. It takes a while to do that. Yeah, right? and it's and it's it's a fully it's going to be fully CGI, unlike right. unlike the Jungle Book movie. So yeah, I don't know how they're going to tackle that anywho we should probably uh figure all this out later we should probably sign off yeah wrap this up oh did we even sign in did we sign in um <laughs> no nah? we are <laughs> we'll, we'll sign in now we'll sign in now i'll just put it in later welcome to direct a video DVD extras VHS? We'll fix it in post. Is that post. how we even do it? Well, yeah, we'll fix, fix it in post. post. Yeah, defo, defo. Yeah, I'm your I'm, host, Andy Reyes. And yeah, this I'm your other host, Tony Brusto. This is fine. This is normal. This is going at the start. And thank you for listening to Direct to Video. that's when we recorded it. <laughs> VHS? <laughs> DVD <laughs> extras? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Perfect. Great. This is good. This is solid. This is going to be a great through line. Um, uh, I have been your co-host Tony Robusto, and I have been your co-host Andy Reyes. You can find Tony Robusto on Twitter at theaterbats. You can find Andy Reyes on Twitter at royalty underscore valens. 
And I highly recommend that you go check out our website, direct2.video. Um, we have a lot of snippets, a lot of uh, our episodes with, you know, links. And a lot of links to other places you can listen to us, in case you haven't figured out how to do that yet. <laughs> Somehow. Somehow. Um, and maybe you're listening to us in your friend's car. By the way, cool friend you have. Yeah. Cool friend. Could have been listening to anything. Hey, listen, buddy, nice. I know me and you are both driving to this location, but how about we listen to two other people talk? As we sit in silence, oh man, um, if you listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your local podcast, give us that sweet, sweet five-star review. It really helps with uh, people finding out about who we are and what we do. Yeah, I mean, I wish we didn't have to ask for reviews on iTunes, because iTunes is stupid and I hate it. That's right, iTunes, fight me. I still don't know how to go and give reviews to podcasts on iTunes. I've been trying to figure it out. It's, it's really hard. Um... <laughs> Prove you're smarter than Andy. I don't want to go Google how to do it, right? Because it feels like I lose. I am at places on the internet as well. You can find this comic that I do at inspiredbytrueevents.org. Today's comic is about... Uh, let's <laughs> see here. Oh, dag, I'm back with the owl. Damn. Oh, no. Owls. Like, owls, man. Talking owls are great. Yeah. No, they're sweet. We've talked about talking owls many times in this podcast. You can also check out my fucking Do new it. project. Maybe with that plug. <laughs> That's a good... I, I want to make sure I get it right. <laughs> uh, at tumblr.com slash sinotrainer, S-I-N-N-O-H trainer one. Probably slash chrono, because you probably all bring them in chronological order. Oh, man. Go check that out. I'm so excited. Read about I'm gonna Pokemon. I'm going to read that right now once we're done. I have, like, a project and homework to work on, but all that can wait. Andy's very excited about my bad, 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 bad fan fiction. I, listen. <laughs> hey, listen, Neil Gaiman won an award for his weird, like, Sherlock Holmes, H.P. Lovecraft fan fiction. All right, Tony? You know, dare to dream. Uh, I think that's all of our stuff. Yeah, you could definitely have thank we, Lee Rosevere been... for uh, okay. Penguins on Parade, which you probably that. are listening to somewhere around this point, if not now later yeah probably um, now probably right now because yeah. we're about to sign off right now so it must be now that's right i'm music I'm for podcast three check yes. that out yeah it's also in the description if you don't want to like type stuff into google like i like I'll me put the tumblr page in the description too why not yeah. uh throw it all down there yeah everything description's gonna be messy this week I feel so gross now. Cool. I am the ghost of Josh Smith. <laughs> Good night. See, you recommend day drinking. I recommend day. What's what's more intense than day drinking? I guess day shooting um, up heroin. Cocaine. Like, yeah. <laughs> Weird how you went straight to heroin, though. <laughs> I just thought we should do some like cocaine.